Hi, I'm Michael Shvarozode and this is Talk Your Curiosity, a podcast about creativity, life, conversations and perspectives. I'll be uploading weekly conversations on different facets of the creative life and what it means to expand your perspectives and your thoughts in your late 30s and beyond. Tune in and let us know what you think. Welcome back to Stalk Your Curiosity, uh, the podcast that talks about creativity and all the things that surround it. Uh, I'm Michael, your host, and through these series of episodes, I'll be investigating on how to be a better storyteller and a better creative. In addition to that, I'll also be having conversations with guests who inspire me and work hard in their uh, craft to tell better stories and improve those around them uh, through the through their actions um last week we kind of featured our very first guest the african comic book creator uh, Basrat from atan comics and um, i will also i am also planning to have some inspiring amazing guests uh, lined up for you in future episodes but today though uh, today we'll be talking about how to find and nurture your creative inner voice and why that's important. Uh, what, what do inner creative you know, voices mean? Uh, what does it mean to have your work infused with your own, uh, you know, your, with your own unique voice and in whatever you do or whoever you are? And why is it important? So 2020 for me, uh, it's becoming a year where I'm trying, I'm striving to understand what I can do, what I can and can't do, uh, what I like doing and what I don't. And uh, I'm also working on understanding and uh, rediscovering what is it about my work as a creative and possible you know, storyteller that can be improved. And, you know, this is one of those projects, this uh, new podcast. And as I have said in my previous episodes, I've been working as a creative in different roles for the past 12 years, uh, 12 years and plus. And all those years, one of the things that I feel like I left behind is instilling my unique voice in the works that I was producing. Uh, You see... When you first start as a creative, whether you're like a five-year-old or 35 or 50, you know, the first time you decide to do you know, your first painting, write your first poem, or no matter what you create, uh, it's there's a more or less a sense of your own personality and uh, creative influence in the work that you're doing. And I feel like through time, as you get more professional uh, or as you you know try to chase uh, the the works that you know pay the bills you kind of lose that and it's one of the problems that i have a struggle with and you know even even though your works are not perfect you know now that you see them in hindsight you know when you see your first photo photograph on how it's being framed or painting you know you kind of you, you might cringe at the technique and style but it's, it's still I feel like that's your own um, uh, voice and you, and the more work you do and the more um, things you do there is always a, a big 
um, risk that you might lose uh, you might lose sense of you know your own inner creativity so in my effort to rebrand or refresh my creative selves I felt like rediscovering my unique voice would be would be uh, to the first step that I needed to take in terms of my growth and I believe and I may be wrong but I believe um, a creative or a person who creates something has to have their own his or her own influence in the products that he or she are creating and without it you'd be kinding making templates of uh, works that you know people will not notice uh, or if they do it's not a reflection of who you are and you kind of get lost in that uh, quagmire and uh, it should always be important that when you do your own creations it should they should be extensions of who you are otherwise what would differentiate your you know you know your products or your your, your works or your work parts from every other person that does the same thing and and you should also you know work on projects that mean something to you otherwise it's just i feel like and it, it may be my personal opinion but i feel like it, it would be just a waste of time and i i have been um, you know i have been at fault in doing projects that you know just paid the bills and they were not inspiring at all in whatever sense of inspiration that you could get because either they steer far from uh, the brief or the idea that you had when you started the project so that it becomes incomprehensible or they're uh, washed off templates of different other uh, stuff or different other projects that you really don't have any any hand into it's like a assembly on a factory <laughs> line lineup and so you just you know assemble the content or assemble the graphics or the you know and it, it it's really not not you i have been responsible to you know do a lot of these type of works and you know and they have sapped my energy um, they have sapped uh, they have sapped my creative juices and prevented me from actually spending time on works that would move me forward as a creative and as a profession professional and that's on me uh, sometimes i find it funny um, that when i pre present my body of work and or my portfolio and really you know and especially uh, you know out here in, in, in the western world it really doesn't adequately represent the breadth of experience that i outline in my cv and uh, you know that's a big problem because if i have worked for 12 and plus years on doing photography video and uh, doing graphics and web design my portfolio should should be uh, representative of it and my work should be representative of what type of creative i am and sadly they are and they aren't and it's one of those things that i want to improve uh, starting now anywho i returned uh, i i decided to turn this uh, journey back into you know rediscovering back the curiosity that i had in telling stories you know telling stories in different 
mediums and telling stories through my own voice and through my own perspective and this this the 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 five pointers that i'm gonna give out on this uh, uh, on this podcast are ways that i'm gonna use to um uh, find my voice again and i hope that they help you out uh, also so what do you need to do in my preparation for this uh, uh, project this year in my preparation for this podcast i came upon like multiple and multiple web, web websites and books and you know different you know videos and podcasts which outline you know uh, different ways of uh, doing things when you're trying to uh, find your creative inner voice and some of them make it look like it's a foolproof uh, plan and some of them swear by it and you know some of them are not detailed and some of them aren't are and the the next like five uh, things are things that i i distilled from the, the bulk of the different things that i read and the, those are the five things that i think would work for me so i and i'm putting them out there and if you have any comments or suggestions on them or if they work for you or they don't or you have any other combinations let me know so the whole idea of this of this episode is trying to find pointers on how to create recreate and find and you know discover your voice in any creative projects that you do in any projects that you do how can you impart your own um, take on the actual work you're doing and it, it doesn't have to be something fancy like you know murals or paintings it can be something very simple or very mundane sounding like you know charts and you know excel sheets and different things it doesn't matter the whole point is how can you impart what you know how you do things what's your color in your work and i i'm gonna try this five pointers and uh, i'm gonna the first one is gonna be the first one is going to be expand your creative per- perspectives. Uh, what does this mean? Uh, this means that in order to grow as a creative or a person with their own voice, you have to be able to be open to other people's ways of exp- uh, expressing themselves. Um, for example, in, in my line of work, this may include you know, seeing how others design a certain space or photograph a certain scene. Um, or write a certain story or you know design a logo because i always uh, i used to say to to my friends or people that i work with you know it's because one of the things that you know back uh, home uh, one of the things that people you know used to worry about was you know they design something and they won't show it to anybody because they feel like you know somebody else might copy it and you know present it as their work and there is a real you know risk of that thing happening but i used to say that look if 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 you can create this and if you can do it and you have a reason to create you know to create this in in the sense you have a reason to use a certain logo certain colors and nobody can take that away from you and 
somebody that can take somebody else's work is not gonna go far it may look like it they will because they might get you know more money for the same project or they might get ahead of you but at the end of the day it's, it's not you know they don't have that capacity to create something out of nothing and you have so if 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 you have that you know that that tool then you should not worry about what other people do with your work because the challenge is all about creating you know who's done that work it may not i mean this might not be the most um, financially viable advice that people get that i would give to people because you have to be careful and you know your energy is limited and i've seen it on me uh, that you, you kind of get tired after a while and your creative juices you know, run out but at the end of the day don't fight what other people are thinking have a reason why you're doing something and this is one way uh, that that will help uh, we are not islands and we're always bound to be influenced by works done by others out there in the world and it's and that is the whole point it's going to take different things and different perspectives to inform you on how you apply your own thoughts to your work and, and the, the more you work to, to to expand your perspective and the more you become better at distilling your own thoughts in your work for example if you are a photographer make a concerted effort at looking at paintings and how see how they paint light and how they that influences your own frames uh, if you're a filmmaker be open to reading poems and see how they distill moments and actions and have that reflected in your maybe direction you know the opportunities for this are endless and if you if you if you have your own you know if you open your minds to it and one of the f- first and most recurring mistakes that we make as creatives is assuming that you know we know everything uh, there's to know about our craft and be limited in our experience i have been at fault in this regard and for quite some time i found myself becoming less and less inspired and less creative as you know as time went on so and this uh, this is a difference be- before before you know the first time that i started doing this this work because I, I used to be used to read different articles i used to look at different standards and see how people do things and you know you have a limited time so after a while you kind of get burnt out so this is one of the things though uh, that i want to work on because i and i'm not going to make the, the same mistake that i did which is my main mistake for that was i used to hoover all the information that i could possibly get and you know internet being a fickle uh, thing you you'd, you'd get amassed with this amount of information that you won't make you know that you're not gonna use so f- for for my current projects i have you know, four or five fields that i'm gonna be uh, working out and I'll be working on curating my content which is one of the things that you need to do uh, find good content curated and have a way to digest that content so that when you go and actually do your own works you know uh, 
you you'll have an understanding of why you did that work and that stems from an expanded perspective or knowledge uh, that you'd get from this uh, curated you know uh, set of information so number one is uh, expand your perspectives and the next one is learn the rules and break them so this is uh, this is something that we <laughs> and in this you'll find wisdom because and if you think think of it logically there are reasons that rules are set and it's because they work for their intended purposes and if you think the rule of thirds for example in photography or continuity in filming filmmaking or kerning and uh, typography color palette and you know graphic design or painting there is a reason that there are a set amount of um, uh, rules that are there to guide people because they work in a certain way and the sooner that you understand and know these things the sooner you can learn to break them by that i mean you have to know something to understand how it works then to change it otherwise you, you you're just doing you know you're just doing work and attributing different labels to it but if you for example as a photographer you have to understand composition you have to make a concerted effort to understand composition to understand um, points of view to understand how you know different colors and different uh, ways of doing things work for other professionals and what people like in their work in order to make your own different you know style of, of, of photography and understanding this will you know will always and i have a filmmaker friend who who always made it an effort to learn as much as possible about filmmaking even though he used to you know he does create stories that are uniquely his own but he makes a concerted effort on you know looking at like world cinema and different documentaries and different uh, cinematographers and DPs and trying to understand how they work so that he can use that experience in his own works and that's something that I I used to be impatient in if I know because at the end of the day knowing the tools is not is not enough and I would because I tried different things all the time you know I didn't I didn't um, sit still and try to, you know, learn everything there is to, to learn about a certain thing, a certain um, uh, role, or a certain job, because it's all about the next thing uh, for me. And, uh, you know, it has its own detrimental effect because it's, it's a good thing because you, your mind is always exp experimenting. So it's a good thing to, to it's a way of improving your sets of skills. But at the same time, um, it's it's kind of you have to know, you have to know properly to you know to actually put out work that's actually good. You have to know how to do it, um, and it's not a universal uh, rule, but it's it's a sensible rule to use if you really wanna be good at your craft. So it's one of the things that I'm trying to. Uh, implement uh, especially 
these days I'm interested in photography and I'm, I'm, I'm working to understand why certain pictures are a certain way and others are different. I'm working to have a deeper understanding on composition and deeper understanding on how um, objects are captured. So number two is learn the rules and uh, learn how to break them. Um, number three is also something that's obvious and if you google you know, finding your voice in creative pursuits it's something that always always turns up and that is uh, create relevant constraints and work within those relevant constraints um, and this means constraints are always you know always help you make the best of what you have and that is when you look for creative ways to tell a story without having to resort to gear time and environment and every other you know things that normally are crutches to to, to or reasons for you not to create and the exercise of working under constraints will always help you refine your technique and your craft since your primary concern is that of telling your story through your work and not and not the noise that surrounds it so uh, for example, I I was in like uh, writing workshops where they ask you to write a whole story using three sentences. So this exercise, you know, pushes you to 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 really distill what you want to say and how you want to say it. And you know, on the workshop, there are some um, there were some amazing writers who literally told a whole complete story in three words in three sentences and you know uh, and when you work on trying to do that constantly then you know you'll get better at it and when you get better at it you'll get better at telling the expanded story with words that you know are relevant to that story and you're not you're not bound to you know, use any unnecessary ways of telling stories because you, you've, you've learned that all you need to tell a story are three sentences. And it's the same with, uh, for example, uh, photography, uh, which is something that I'm interested in, so I keep going back to it. But, uh, you know, shooting, uh, moving portraits, you know, normally portraits, from my understanding, is, are still images which ca capture a specific uh, for example a face or but what if you can do it in a way where you introduce movement within that frame you know this is one constraint that you can think about or for example you know trying to shoot a, a short film only using uh, close-up frames and you know there's a reason that's also hankers back to you know learning the rules and learning how to break them because normally you know they're assigned um, uh, rules for when to use wide angle uh, frame and when to use medium angle frame and when to use close-up frames but you know those are generic rules that will give will guide you into telling how, how to tell your story but at the, at the end of the day they're not the end all and be all of you know if you use other ways if you use them correctly and if you know how to use them and you know how to create the same 
uh, what do you call it the same uh, storytelling effect but within a constrained method then you know it's, it's a way that you introduce your creativity to it and it's a way to make yourself a better uh, creative by introducing constraints when doing your work you allow yourself to be uh, to do more with less which will help you understand your craft and also make you a better creator and uh, where are we yeah on the fourth one um, and this is also something that i had a struggle with and I've, I've, I've said it before it's to find the why in your work uh, you should understand why you are doing what you're doing uh, you should not let yourself be allowed to be distracted by everything out there in the world and you shouldn't waste uh, your time by doing work where you don't understand the essence of the task in the first place you know in my opinion and this is my opinion uh, mind you when i say this uh, it's not to disparage one job from another all work should be always important but you should quickly figure out your intent in the work you're doing um, you with understanding your intent and your why you liberate yourself from doubt and second thoughts and allow yourself to kind of shape your task and ultimately ultimately uh, your body of work within um, you know within within your tasks and last but not least uh, uh, number like the the fifth uh, pointer that I would give is you know just create don't lose yourself in too much research which I've, I've done countless of times and you know various projects which have not come to fruition so but you know uh, the advent of social media ready-made information across different platforms you can and will get lost in the deluge of information that is available for you to to use as quote-unquote research um, but the, the essence in the pudding is you have to actually start creating you know and start photographing making that short film make that typography and t-shirt just start creating and stop worrying about what people are think about it because it may it it won't be the most perfect thing you did but it, it necessarily does not mean you should stop doing it you know through time you you will find your own voice and you will find your own niche and you'll find your own way of doing things and learn from your mistakes and implement them and and implement the improvements on your next set of works uh, and through time you'll be able to create a body of work that you know that that will define you uh, and at least that that is my hope for my own uh, projects and you know all these pointers are there for you to discover uh, rediscover revamp uh, and you know organize your creative voice uh, and start creating um, this podcast is as as mentioned before this po podcast is one of the projects that is helping me understand and organize my creative thoughts and you know help me move forward in my role as of being a creative and a storyteller and i hope this will in turn uh, help you uh, my, my listeners move forward in your journey of you know creativity or storytelling um, uh, 
as always um, in my uh, in my research to create each of my podcast uh, episodes um, i will highlight five links which you know i use to uh, to get inspired with and uh, to understand what the, the message that i want to put forward in each of my podcast series or even to highlight some of the works that are related to people who i get to interview with so uh the, so this week's five uh, links are, are you you're gonna find them on my um, description on the description then uh, for this podcast episode and um, but uh, notable are two of them are videos uh, one of them is uh, two and two of them are videos from two different creatives and on and uh, their perspective on their work uh, work process and uh, which if you're really interested in this uh, in this uh, process of you know understanding what your work is and how you want to do it it's an interesting point to have uh, to listen how they deal with the different things so one of them is uh, by a, a guy called Phil Hansen and it's uh, a TED TED talk video which uh, is entitled Embrace the Shake and another is a um, uh, a video uh, done a presentation done on some of the work that Paula uh, share has done Paula share is a very famous uh, you know creative graphic designer slash typographer slash painter uh, who is um, co co-partner in a company called pentagram who has handled multiple multiple projects and they're, and they're famous and they're and she has been awarded um, different awards. So in this video, she talks about how, what happens when she thinks of her projects and when she actually does it and what it turns out to be. And so she highlights, I think, I believe four uh, projects of her own and explains how they turned out to be from start to finish. So it's an interesting thing uh, to watch. And another uh, one of the links is, uh, of the graphic designer uh, who designed Jade Purple uh, Brown and it's a very interesting uh, take on color and how she uses it it's very interesting and uh, and I believe there is also one uh, um, one link that highlights the seven pr principles of icon design so this is what I'm talking about when you're trying to expand your perspective you have to touch on different things and see how different people do things and how they come up to the solution that they put forward so this is uh, if you're into i can design uh, it's an interesting article to, to, to read through uh, it's uh, on medium and uh, take a look at it then let me know what you think and the last one is um, by um, artist called chantelle martin and what she does is she has this these uh, I would call them type typography projects and art installations where she uses huge um, um, markers to create very interesting uh, works of art across different things and her even her website explains it all and and it's it's funny how things that you know normally you might uh, think they're just doodles or simple things turned out to be uh, turn out to represent and be more than uh, you, you actually assign 
to them and I, I feel like this this artist is a prime example of you know do have your own voice and it's very it's this these are her own works and if you go anywhere you you recognize that it's her so and it's it's, it's that thing that you strive to do in your work be so distinctive that people will recognize it uh, anywhere uh, anywhere it goes so uh, these are the five links you can get in touch with me through my website at mshfarrao.com which is m-s-h-i-f-e-r-a-w.com or through my social media platforms which you can find on the on the description links wherever you're listening this podcast from and if you have any suggestions to uh, resources that I would that I could feature or people that I you know would want to talk to me and join me in this journey of uh, rediscovery and, and understanding and honing my craft uh, please leave a message and until I see you next week I hope you have a, an amazing week